You're listening to the Soul Align Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and today we are talking about loving yourself exactly as you are. So you might say to me, of course I love myself, Tina, but this is something that comes up quite often with myself and also with some of my clients that I'm working with. And so this turned out to be one of the steps in my free ebook that I give out to everybody, How to Get Unstuck in Life. It's the ultimate guide of getting unstuck. And it is step nine. And so I thought I would share that with you today. And what I'm going to do is going to share with you some of the questions that you could ask yourself to find out if you need to like really start to tune in and love yourself more. And then I'm going to give you some action steps that you can use every day. Okay, let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello and welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I am so happy you're here with me. Today we're talking about loving yourself exactly as you are and this is one of the steps taken out of my free ebook, um, The Ultimate Guide to Getting Unstuck in Life. And I am going to put a link in the show notes so that you can grab this for free. So I'm just going to go right into it. So I'm going to give you some questions to ask yourself to know if you need to do some of this work, and then I'm going to give you some action steps. But to start it off, um, I just want to say, if you love yourself exactly the way you are, unapologetically, everyone else will follow suit, you know? And I have to say, I went through a time period in my life where I had very, very low self-worth and self-love. I spent almost 20 years in a very... Um, verbally abusive relationship with someone. And when you do that, you kind of get stripped down daily. And before you know it, there's, you're not, you, you lose that connection with yourself almost completely. And it took me a long time to build this self-love and self-worth back up into my system. It took years, honestly. And I still have to do work on this continuously. So I want to tell you how important it is to do this work, whether you think you need it or not. Practicing daily self-love is just so important. So I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to let you know some of the questions that you can ask yourself to see that if you're really... um, aligned with yourself on a deep level, okay? So are you changing the way you act with certain people to avoid conflict or to make them happy? And if so, why? So I would I would encourage you to use these as like journaling questions. And as I said, I'm gonna put the link in the show notes so that you can grab this book and everything is in the book and it's step number nine, okay? So Once again, are you changing the way you act with certain people to avoid conflict or make them happy? So I remember doing this just to avoid having a conflict with my partner because I knew that he would blow up over the littlest things. And so when you do this over and over again, my God, it's just so damaging to your self-worth and it's very stressful and causes a lot of anxiety. You feel like you're walking on eggshells all the time. This might be show up in a different way though. This could just be you um, 
maybe not sharing your whole self with someone because you're afraid that they're going to judge you and maybe not like you. Maybe you're part of a certain group and you're afraid that you won't be included anymore. So it, it kind of shows up in different ways. Another question. Do you find yourself trying to do things that you don't like to do to please others and why? And so this is also kind of moves into like setting boundaries. And when you become like a super duper people pleaser, cause you're just trying to get people to love you. This is, this was me 120%. I was like the professional people pleaser of the century. Like I won all the awards. <laughs> so, um, but when you do this, it's absolutely exhausting. And you also lose that connection with yourself and you begin to lose, you know, knowing what you like personally and what you like to do because you're always doing stuff for other people. Okay. Number three, are you worried about sharing your beliefs and dreams with people you love and spend time with because you're afraid of judgment and then why? And this is a really important one because if you can't be yourself a hundred percent with the people that you surround you yourself with daily, then this really limits you. And for some reason you feel that you're not going to be accepted. Now, when you start loving yourself on the deepest level, you're just not going to care what anybody thinks. And I've definitely reached that point somewhere in my forties, but some people just never reach this point. And it's, it's really, you know, one of our basic human needs is to be accepted by our community. And so it can be very scary to put yourself out there and it's a big, scary step. So definitely do this journal, journal, I'm sorry, journaling exercise. I can't talk today. Okay. Number four, are you judging the way you look by comparing yourself to other women or representations of women in the media you consume? Another thing that can be very damaging because what we see is often not what it actually is because with, you know, in today's day and age with all the filters and I mean, I mean, you can call them filters, but some of the things that people use just downright change the way you look completely and the way you're shaped completely. And so we're so accustomed to seeing perfection on social media, on TV and in movies that we think this is normal and this just isn't what, how anyone looks. And so it, it's really, it could be really damaging for your self-love, your self-worth if you continuously compare yourself to some of these images that just aren't real. And number five, ask yourself if these are true representations of true women of today, or are they unrealistic representations? And I think we all know the answer to that, but it's still very hard to move away from what we're seeing everywhere, everywhere. I remember um, being a part of this group and I'm in my fifties. And so a lot of the people, a lot of the women in this group were in their thirties and we spent a whole day it was some kind of like a coaching program that I was a part of, and I can't remember what it was. I think it was about becoming more visible on media or creating better videos or something like that. It was a while ago. But one of the things we spent a whole day on was um, having the confidence to not use filters, okay? And I was just like so out of touch, I think because I'm a different generation, because I didn't grow up with those filters, right? I did sort of, I didn't grow up with social media. This was introduced. I'm trying to remember how old I was, but so I didn't grow up with this. And so I don't use filters. And frankly, I just don't give a shit. Like I try to use good lighting most of the time when I'm, when I'm uh, on video or like taking a picture of myself. Of course I try to look my best, but sometimes 
you know, it just doesn't look the greatest, right? And I just don't care because it's me, right? And sometimes I don't have any makeup on. And sometimes I, sometimes I honestly look like crap, but I just don't care because it's me and it's real. And I think it's really important to show real pictures of real women. But I couldn't believe that we spent a whole day talking about this. And I realized in that moment that when you grow up with this, you're used to it and you use it all the time. It's hard to move away from it. And it was a very, it was a wake up call for me realizing that so many women don't feel comfortable not using, not using a filter. And I think that's terrible. I think it's absolutely terrible. I wonder if men have the same problem. That's a good question. Of any men listening here, I would love to hear from you if like men use the filters just as much as the women. I think they probably do if I had to make a guess, right? So those are some of the questions that you can ask yourself and see if you're like aligned with having that um that deep self-love for yourself and that deep self-worth because if you're doing some of these things, then you could definitely use some work in this area. Now I'm going to move into some action steps that you can take. And, um, some of these can be really fun some of them can feel weird, but I just want you to be open to them and, you know, give it a shot. You know, you don't know until you try. So first, don't be afraid to be yourself hundred percent of the time. The people that love you will not care, right? And you will begin to be surrounded by the people who are more in sync with you. So the more you show up as yourself, the more like the people that aren't meant to be in your life will fall away and the more that the people that are aligned with you will come in. This will also feed into your confidence. So continue to be and love yourself 100% exactly as you are. This is this goes back into the question, are you like not showing up as 100% yourself because you're afraid of being judged? You'd be really pleasantly surprised how many people do this, right? And so when you decide that you're going to open up and show yourself exactly for who you are, you might really be surprised which one of your friends and family members feel comfortable then to do the same thing and are completely accepting of you exactly as you are. You, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. All right, number two, remind yourself that you are only you, you're the only you in the universe, right? So you were made perfectly and there's no reason to change or apologize for who you are. As a matter of fact, it is your responsibility to live as you are a hundred percent. So stop getting in the way. And so like all those little nuances about you, all those little things that you say are imperfections, all the ways you do things, all those things are so genuine to you only and nobody else does those things the way you do so being a hundred percent yourself is basically your job right you were made this way all you have to do is show up this way and things will flow easily in your life when you show up a hundred percent as as yourself if that makes sense i hope that makes sense so um remind yourself that you're the only you in the universe and you're special and that people when you show up as yourself, it gives other people permission to show up as, as themselves too. How many times have you watched someone on social media and you can tell that they're being authentic and they're just kind of like showing up 100% as themselves? They're like flying their freak flag and they're showing all their weird. And how much do you love them more after that? Like how much more do you want to like be a part of their world, right? I mean, that, at least that's how I feel. So I think showing up as yourself and just not giving a flying, you know, um, can be very beneficial to your life by 
helping you align with the people that are supposed to be in your life, right? Okay, next. Number three, make a list of all the positive, wonderful things about yourself. List at the very least 20 things. Now, if you're struggling with this, you might say, oh my God, I don't want to do this. This is really a great exercise and have some fun with it. Like, and it doesn't have to be like these big, huge things. It could just be like, oh, um, you know, I'm, I could touch my tip of my tongue to the tip of my nose, whatever, whatever all these cool little wonderful things are about yourself. Um, now if you do struggle, ask friends and family that you have a positive relationship with. I have to, um, emphasize positive relationship with, okay? Don't ask someone who doesn't support you in a positive way all the time, okay? Ask them to give you a few traits that they love about you also, and you might be surprised what comes up. You might not like realize how other people see you, and it might be really, really beneficial. Okay, number four. At least once a day, look in the mirror and tell yourself how fabulous you are and that you love yourself. Now, this feels weird, but those of you who are in the self-development world know that mirror work is very effective, very powerful. I'm not positive about this, but I think it was Louise Hay that started mirror work. I'm not sure if it was her idea or if she just used it quite often, but that's where I learned it from Louise Hay's book. So um, I absolutely love it. It feels so weird when you do it at first, but it's really, really, really powerful. Just to like look yourself in the mirror and be like, yo, you look so fabulous today. I love you. I got your back. I am here for you 100%. Like just telling yourself that every day. We could all use that right in the morning. And look yourself in the eyes. And even if you want to get even weirder, then put your hand on the mirror like, and give yourself like a little kind of high five or just like touch palms with yourself, right? So this can be so powerful. And just doing this every day, I do this every day. And now it's like a habit. So like every time I just go to the bathroom, I'm like, hey, you look you look awesome. You're fabulous, whatever. Just talking nice to myself every time we, you know, we spend a lot of time going in and out of the bathroom in a day. So it's a good reminder to do some kind of a positive self-love ritual for yourself. Don't you agree? Okay, number, what am I on? Number five. Okay, pay very close attention to how you talk to yourself. Ooh, this one is so important, right? Um, this is something I am still working on. I've worked on this so much and I'm still working on this. I catch myself all the time saying crappy things to myself all the time. So pay very close attention. I'm much better at it. So do you call yourself like names like stupid or fat or ugly or like one of the ones I used to say to myself all the time. It's not terrible, but I used to always say out loud all the time that I am terrible with directions. I don't know where I'm going. I have no sense of direction. But the truth of the matter is, is I'm not terrible at directions. I'm just distracted very easily. And a lot of times I'm not paying attention, right? And so I changed that belief about my, myself by analyzing what I'm doing and why I get lost all the time. And it's just because I'm not paying attention. I'm like, um, you know, squirrel, you know, <laughs> it's like distracted all the time. So now I, you know, if I'm going for a walk in the woods or hiking, or if I'm driving somewhere, even if I have the GPS on, I'm paying attention, right? I want to know where I am. So I change this belief about myself. Some people are like, oh, I'm so terrible at math, or um, they might say these things to themselves all the time. And I'm still working on this. Now, 
I know I'm not bad at directions, but there's other things I say to myself and I can't think of any off the top of my head right in this moment because I've been working on this, but um, becoming aware of your own thoughts and the voice in your head can be hard at first, right? Because it happens so like subconsciously. And, but once you start doing it, um, it's kind of weird because you start noticing it more. Now I notice it more. I, as a matter of fact, I think I notice, notice it most of the time, but what I'm surprised is I still say negative things to myself. And then I always say, um, erase, erase, erase. And then I come up with a new thing to say, right? So that's what I do. I erase it. And then I come up with something new and I repeat it a few times. So that's how I handle it. Like, oh, so like when you catch yourself, just do the same thing. You could say erase or, um, no, I'm, I'm not really aligned with that. This is, this, this is something better that we can think of, whatever. Um, use what works for you. Just make a more positive statement about yourself. Your words hold so much power. They create. You, the words that you say create, so be careful how you use them. Okay, so there was a few questions. I think we had five questions and five action steps, right? Yeah, we did. I didn't even realize that. So I know this might feel super weird, but also super beneficial. All these action steps are super beneficial. Um, I actually have a sign on my bathroom mirror, right, that says, hello, beautiful, right? And it serves anyone who looks in that mirror when they go into that. And I'm, I'm trying to remember where I got that. It was like a sticker that came with something that I purchased sometimes. So I know I'm not the only one who has done this. And there's actually a coach, mm, I can't remember her name, but she started like this I am enough movement. If you Google that, her name will come up. I can't remember her name. But, and that's what a lot of people do. They write, I am enough, or they tell themselves, I am enough. And so that is the affirmation that I'm going to leave you with today at the end of this podcast. I am enough. I've always been enough. And now that I know I'm enough, everyone knows I'm enough. Okay. So I hope you like that one. As I said, I will leave a link in the um, show notes for you so that you can grab that free ebook the ultimate guide to getting unstuck. It's a really, really great book. And it has, I think there's like 12 different steps. And as I said, this is step number nine, and I really hope you liked it. So if you could just do me a favor, and if you really enjoyed this podcast, if you could subscribe, like, and share it with someone who could benefit also, I would really appreciate it. I love you. And remember to always add deep level self-care into your life every single day. Bye.